Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and A. Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and A. Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus. I am drinking Cabernet right now. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me in any trouble. Well, it's Matt and Kim, you guys. There's wine and Pretty Little Liars, and I'm like, so where do you live? <laughs> Hi, this is Hugh Collins, and you're listening to Cabernet and Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Hey. Hey, you guys. It's Cabernet and A. And we are losing our damn minds. This is the best time ever. We have an amazing guest on the phone with us tonight. It is Mr. Hugh Hugh Collins. Collins. Clap him on. That introduction was amazing. Do you guys synchronize that every week? We do. We We do. do. We've been practicing for about... That was incredible. Like 87? How many episodes (laughs) now? 87, 88 episodes? And also, so welcome, Hugh, to the podcast, Cabernet and A. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited. Well, we're so excited. And then also welcome to any new listeners. You've been kind enough to be retweeting us and shouting out your appearance tonight. So we're very excited to welcome you and and all of your wonderful fans to our podcast. We want to talk about tonight's episode. We're going to get to that at the tail end. But first of all... We just want to get to know you, Hugh. A.K.A. Okay. Dr. How Rollins, A.K.A. Archer Dunhill. Oh, yeah. A.K.A. <laughs> A.K.A. A.K.A. Keep going. <laughs> A.K.A. Maybe A.D. A.K.A. Maybe friend of rent. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We're getting maybe a ourselves. mailman. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> also, for any of our longtime listeners, you'll be happy to know I did hit record. That was a problem we've had in the past <laughs> when we spoke Not in the very really? beginning to Keegan Allen, and I forgot for about two minutes to push record, and I pretended it was a technical difficulty. I was like, oh my god, Keegan, this computer, blah, blah, blah. We have to start oh, again. Oh, from Keegan Allen. <laughs> I know. So now he knows the secret. Next time you talk to him, you can tell him it was just my bad, not the computer. So, of course. Too much Cabernet before the A. Exactly. You have to do it the other way around. A before Cabernet. (laughs) Which, by the way, you, are you imbibing tonight? Are you a wine drinker? I am. My my father is uh, a wine aficionado, if you will. So I... uh, Yes, I am. Uh, I'm not like that, you know, I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> no <laughs> but, judgment you know, here. The odd glass of wine. Just in, uh, my father actually was one of the initial uh, uh, people who did the study on a glass of red wine being very good for your heart. <gasps> so Bless you his can heart. thank him for that scientific uh, insight. So your father is a patron saint, is yes, basically, basically what you're saying. He's basically the patron saint of red wine. Yeah. So <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Thank this you. This is incredible. It's my excuse we're, every night. We're talking to not only a celebrity, but royalty. This is exciting. So Absolutely. a lot of your fans, and we're going to get to the fan questions. Thank you guys. You tweeted us a lot of awesome questions. We're hoping to get to them all. But the main, you know, we had a couple to kick it off. Had you watched PLL at all, Hugh, before landing the role of Dr. Rollins? What was your familiarity? Tell us all about it. So, um, I had I had watched it, but I wasn't a uh, a weekly subscriber, if you will. I my wife was a very big fan. My wife Molly, uh, and she watched it every week. And shout out I to also Molly. Knew, shout out to Molly. Always shout out Molly. <laughs> and my wife, uh, my my. Uh, buddy Ian, who plays Ezra, uh, I knew before I was on the show, so I kind of had a couple of reasons to kind of keep an eye on it. So I would watch it periodically, but I didn't 
you know, I knew the story and I knew the characters, but I, I didn't know it completely in depth. So I, uh, I definitely went and delved into the Netflix archives before I started shooting. Well, I didn't have very long between getting the role and actually starting shooting, but I tried my best to catch up. Well, and that's then a very daunting task to sort of binge PLL because there are many seasons, many episodes, and many mysteries. So kudos. Kudos well, to you for well, any yeah, catching I, up you could do. It's difficult because not only did I not have very long, so I had sleepless nights because I was having to watch so many episodes, but I also was having sleepless nights because of the uh, the very dark undertones to the show. So it was, uh, it was, it was kind of both helped each other. It was actually kind of a good thing. Yes, we understand that all too well. I wonder, we totally, I mean, you were two grown-ass ladies who have a podcast about this series, so yeah. we do know it well. We know your, your trials and tribulations well. Before, though, I want to ask you something else about that, but I have to sidebar since you brought it up. We are big Ian Harding fans over here, Huge. especially myself. He went to Carnegie Mellon, is, and I'm from the Pittsburgh area. Is anyone not Ian Harding fan? What's that? Is anyone not Ian Harding fan? I mean, the guy is like that. Yeah, Amen. they're not welcome here. Or, or they are. God. No, exactly. From your lips to God's ears. But um, yeah, we actually have. Should we go into? Do we reveal Do this it. much? Tell him the truth. Listen, Hugh. I mean, we're about three glasses of wine in, so roll with us here. <laughs> we have kind of an <laughs> we have an ongoing uh, like callback joke here on the podcast that you know I mentioned I'm such a big Ian Harding fan. I feel like we'd be best friends because we have like Pittsburgh in common. Um, and then it somehow turned into our fans starting a Kickstarter for me to one day hook up with Ian Harding. Uh, and then, of course, people ask, well, what is the Kickstarter for? Like, what does the money go towards? And we're like, oh, we'll figure it out, you know? It's, travel, it's lodging, travel lodging, a lovely dinner. Just seeing the world together. Exactly. exactly. Just whatever he comes up along the way. He definitely likes good food, so that's going to be a big part of the there, budget. We need Perfect. money for the good uh, he, food. He also likes craft beer. That's going to be. That's probably going to be the biggest part of the budget. Honestly, is the craft beer. So, so see, you that's understand. That's probably going to eat up. I'm taking note of, of that right now. We're writing it down. We're going to add it to the non-existent Kickstarter. Which also, if anyone's following along, that Kickstarter is Kickstarter.com/slash. This is not fake a real Kickstarter. Kickstarter. This Ian is totally Harding. fake. Exactly. But all right, this is great. So, but you know, just FYI, next time you talk to Ian, if you just want to drop a note that people are interested in funding this date between he and I. Just throwing it out there. Anyways, back to right. you. Yeah, here. and I'll jump into the yeah. conversation. Definitely. Let him know. Cool. Casual. Casual. Uh, yeah. No big I deal. I mean, his girlfriend, his girlfriend may not be as pleased about the Kickstarter as others. If she can come. But she can come along. <laughs> it doesn't have to be anything weird. It can be like a friend date. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> everyone, like, everyone likes friends. All right. Back to you, Hugh. So, this... um. I mean, we can talk about Ian Harding when I love him. Do you want to just go he, in? Okay. He is, he is, a, he is one of the great people of this world. How did so, you and uh, Ian meet? Yeah. yeah. How were you pre-acquainted before PLL? Ian and I met, uh, kind of, not to be too, like, extra cliche, but kind of, know. like, just in, you know, Hollywood event things, and we met, and, and he's got a very kind of uh, British sensibility about him. It's quite funny. He has, he has a real... Uh, uh, like British just about him even though he's completely not British oh, that's um, so funny. and we just kind of hit it off straight away and uh, and our love for food and and drink and all things that that's involve so, fun. so just around uh, that sort of thing just around yeah, the town yeah. just around the biz around LA yeah and uh, we just we just really hit it off and he's, he's just such a good guy he really is he's just very down to earth and very uh, unaffected and 
that's fairly unusual in LA. So it was it was a friendship that was born very quickly. Well, that is very and that is heartwarming to know that he's as nice a guy as he seems because he always seems oh, he like very genuine and like a down to earth guy. Oh, thank God, that's always a bummer, oh, he's right? So lovely. When you find yeah. out that someone no, seems know, magical is like they not say magical. never be your heroes. It's oh, true. very true. It's true. Okay, but thank God. So but all the more. I won't take Hero down the Kickstarter Ian yet. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> leave it up. Leave it up. <laughs> I'll leave it up. That, <laughs> that again is fake Kickstarter. Kickstarter.com slash fake. Um, before we go in more uh, deep into PLL, I want to talk about a deep cut for you that one of our um, often co-hosts, shout out to Kelly Noonan, the, the fan favorite co-host, she discovered and brought to our attention an awesome short film that you produced and also wrote yes. music for? Is this true? This is correct. Called Hobby. Wow. So right. any fans, Hobby, yeah. Google Hobby Hugh Collins. That's how I found it. And it, the character yeah. you play kind of has a Rollins-esque quality. I guess yeah. more so just in that he ends up, spoiler alert, you know, bleeding from the mouth no, at the end. Yeah, it was, really, it was very no, well, similar. He really does. It's, it's funny. I um some of the bigger projects I've done in my career thus far on stage, in short films and on TV, have all involved uh, fake blood and kind of psychopathic tendencies. So I don't really know what that says about me as a person, <laughs> but it's a fact. It's like your birthright. It's just yeah. part of your acting it's, it DNA. It kind of is. Is that like something you look at I'm not unhappy for, about it. There are always more fun roles to play, so, you know, what are you going to do? That's awesome. Is that like a prerequisite but at yes, this point? It is, it, it kind of is. It's kind of always in the contract. Like at some point, I want to play a psychopath. But the, the cool thing about um, the, the the little short film was 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 uh, one of the first things I did. I literally just started acting, honestly, um, and uh, and I produced it with a friend of mine, Martin Denham, who's a director back in England, and. Uh, it was just like, you know, we did it with zero money and, you know, but I, I played piano and so I composed music for it and helped produce it and uh, it was fun. It's, it's kind of a cool little horror story. It's like very short, but well, at least that way it doesn't pick up too much time. And for, well, based on what you're saying, like with no budget, it was very well done. So yeah. kudos to you. It was beautifully shot. Well, thank and, you very much. And who knew that you were a piano player and a composer? What do you do now? And now we do. Hidden yeah. talents. Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> if you ever want to compose a theme song for Cabernet Ne, you're welcome. We'll start the Kickstarter. Kickstarter.com slash fake Kickstarter. <laughs> I'll be happy to do that. It would probably just be kind of an out-of-tune rambling as if I had already drunk the Cabernet <laughs> and was just kind of, you know, an off-key... But, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll whistle something up to you guys. <laughs> I'm going to follow up with you on this because I would, like, pee my pants. It would do be it. the most magical thing <laughs> I'll ever. I'll do it. Um, so let's get into your character of Dr. <laughs> Rollins, something that Sue and I have been talking about. I mean, and, you know, even before we landed you as a guest for the podcast, we were always wondering what is the utility of Dr. Rollins having the American accent and then the, or the fake American accent and then the British accent. Was that always a part of the character? Is it something that came about after you were cast or can you reveal this? Um, well, see, the difficult thing is I can't speak entirely as an authoritarianist because obviously Marley and, sure. and the writers make the decisions on these things. And so, uh, it's difficult to say, to say definitively, but I think the character was quite heavily shaped by me playing the role more so than if it had gone to someone else, I think. But right. of course, mm-hmm. I would say that because I'm an actor and I have an ego. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I think that 
uh, I would say the best answer I can give to that question is the the episode where I end up through a car windshield, um, the talented Mr. Rollins episode three of this season. I would say is the best kind of pointer as to Rollins Archer's kind of deal and identity. I mean, obviously, talented Mr. Rollins is a reference to talented Miss Ripley, mm-hmm. um, and that story is all about. Uh, this this person who kind of works his way through life by adapting his character to his surroundings in order to his to further his existence ultimately. Mm, okay. Because um, right. I had a lot of people who were like, because when it said he was born in Wales, people were like Welsh people, <laughs> were like, but that's not a Welsh accent. That's a, a posh English accent. And right. I was like, well, yes, the American accent is also not his accent. So I think that there are many levels of his character that you haven't seen. I don't know whether you'll ever see them, okay, but I think right. assuming too much about is is a dangerous game because he is a very uh, complex character. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good. You gave some good tidbits there. Yeah. It, it leads us yeah. to a question that we've kind of been wondering also. Like, so Chelsea and I both work in TV, so we've, we've seen behind the curtain a bunch. Um, do you have to go through media training for interviews? Yes. We always wonder this because, I mean, anyone on PLL is so well-versed in how to very specifically and carefully answer the questions without revealing too much. I mean, yourself included from what we were reading of your interviews. Is that something that's extensive as, like, prerequisite for acting on PLL? Uh, <laughs> um, I, no. I, I mean, I, well, I, I can just a natural. myself, but I... I, I won't give any of these days, but I will say that when I first started uh, doing interviews for the show, I uh, I was I, I didn't quite think out my answers entirely. I never gave anything away. I'm pretty good at not giving stuff away, <laughs> but uh, That's but a I think I'm I sure kind of would I would kind of elaborate a little too much in questions, and then they would just write the whole thing out. I kind of thought they would paraphrase a little bit and take right, the stuff right. out and like take take the ums and the ands and the ahs out of the the writing but they didn't and i was like oh god i've got to i've got to make sure that i don't kind of meander around questions because they just they're just writing everything in. oh yeah um but you know i think it's one of those things where you, it's kind of a quick learning process obviously there is more uh media commitment I would say than a lot of other shows because it's so successful and because there's such an interest about it. So um, uh, perhaps the other other guys in the cast have been in it for a while, especially if a lot of them started when they were a lot younger, might have had some sort of uh, media training. But as for me, they just threw me to the wolves and hope that I uh, figured it out quickly. <laughs> so. like, you know there will be consequences if you screw up. So Right, exactly. When your job's <laughs> on the line, you kind of, <laughs> you know, you learn quick. Yeah. You learn quick. It's like driving on the wrong side of the road. People are always like, oh, you know, is that difficult when you change? I'm like, well, not really, because you either learn or you die. You right. know, you, there's no choice. <laughs> you can't just drive on the wrong side of the road. You, the, the choice is simple. So, yes, it was, it was, a, it was an easy, easy uh, assimilation. That learn one. or die. Oh, that's good. Well, you are very good at that. You're good at doing the clever little, like, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Wait and see. So good for you. Um, I know. I, it's like it's like the looks on PLL you always get. You get the, you know, side eye, little side eye. You get used to that very quickly. So. Well, I want to get. What do you think? So should we jump into the Twitter questions from fans, Absolutely. and then we can go back if we if we get through them. We have a lot, and then see if there's anything else we want to get to at the end. So fans, here are your questions for Hugh. I don't think there's any. There's no fastballs. 
they're all pretty. Uh, they're all pretty easy. Oh, I don't bitches. mind fastballs. I don't mind fastballs. <laughs> right. Fastballs are fun. Maybe we'll throw one in. Um, at Maggie Margaret wants to know a very great Cabernet A question. What is your favorite wine, Hugh? And now that we know that you are wine royalty, Ooh, we're all wa- I love answer. that question. What a great <laughs> question. Okay, so I have I have a, a, a multifaceted answer to this one. Oh, go for it. Uh, Take your time. My my favorite uh, wine of of late is um, a Chianti from the villa where my wife and I uh, got married in Italy, in Tuscany. Mm. And it's uh, it's, it's called, uh, it's from a place called Villa Nozzole, N-O-Z-Z-O-L-E. And uh, it's amazing Chianti. It's like really wonderful. And you can get it in the US. You can actually, I, we get like Bristol, <laughs> Bristol Farms down the road. I found it one day. I was like, holy hell, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> Almost said an exclusive there. Um, but uh, traditionally, my favorite wine is um, is called Dead Arm, and it's from McLaren Bay, and it's an Australian Shiraz. I love Australian Shiraz. That's like my dad's deal. It's very, like, full-bodied Australian Shiraz, so that's kind of my jam. I love that. Great. We're going to be, like, looking for those wines in our local stores. And I think, well, you mentioned your wedding in Tuscany. Yeah, and so we were wondering, so tonight's episode, they allude yeah, to they a wedding. Yeah, they shut up. They shut up. I mean, it's a wreck. I'm like, <laughs> that, that happened last year, like, while this was shooting. Like, what the heck? And then secondly, they're like, oh, I've got a family in, in Maine. My wife has family in Maine. What the heck are they doing? <laughs> Do you think, like, I don't want to start a rumor, or maybe should we start a fake rumor that Ian Harding, like, leaked information to the writers about your life? <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm pretty certain he did. It seems like a pretty straight line. Yeah. It seems like pretty I think we should start B. a Kickstarter, quite yeah, frankly. Absolutely. <laughs> Kickstarter.com like slash fake Kickstarter. Expose Ian Harding. To expose Ian Harding. Dot Kickstarter. And then take him on <laughs> a, a date to I make him feel I think the better. Kickstarter to expose Ian Harding that you're talking about is probably different to the one I'm talking about <laughs> given our previous conversation but that's fine it's true well he can merge we them a... it can be like expose him and then he goes on the date to the you first know, double up. entendre yeah, kickstarter exactly. listen um, if you want to do a kickstarter for Ian Harding you I'm fine with it alright but you just have to be honest about it <laughs> fine. fine all right okay, you honesty is the best policy who's keeping yeah. his honest over here alright you. <laughs> You're a, better, you're a better man than us. Um, <laughs> we have another good question. Next one um, from at LGB Tom, who FYI was the fan who started this all because he tweeted at us and was like, yo, why did, are, are you guys not on Hugh Collins to try to peer pressure him to be on the podcast? And we're like, you're absolutely right, Tom. So we should I peer pressure that. him. Thanks, LGB Tom. So LGBT go. Tom. Sorry, I forgot to see that. Um, he wants to know what was the reaction like coming into a show that is such a huge and fiercely loyal fan base. Were you a little bit intimidated? You know, I, I wasn't really intimidated. I kind of just jumped into it, you know, because I I had obviously had limited knowledge of uh, how kind of vociferous the fans are from uh, Ian, and so I kind of knew that you know there's a lot of passion and enthusiasm about the show, and so. Honestly, I think there's two ways of dealing with that. If you come in, it, it, certainly as you come in later to a show that's been on for so long and so well established, you can either kind of tiptoe into it or you can just dive straight into it. And I'm the sort of person I just want to dive straight into it. <laughs> so I did, you know, I just kind of got involved and, and I, I really like interacting with the fans and corresponding with them. I think it's, uh, I think it's very fun. I think, 
it can be really informative certainly to get you know not feedback per se but like just to get a sense of of how people are responding to your character and stuff and i've loved it i mean honestly i i think the fans of PLL are uh, the best they are i mean so passionate and and so vocal about their thoughts and feelings and uh, i love it i'd love to interact with them and, and we'll certainly hope to interact with them more and more and more well you're great yeah. at interacting with them we saw you tweeting up a storm de- during the pll chat and we couldn't agree yeah. more. I mean, our our fans are PLL fans, and they're just the best. We're so passionate that we start podcasting a fake Kickstarter. So there you go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Speaking of fans, we have uh, another question from LOLO Balls. Um, Hi, LOLO Balls. Uh, right. Who would you pick? Cool name. Allie or Charlotte? Ooh. Is that like who would? Yeah. So who, who would, would you, you rather? Who would you, like, Hugh? You, Hugh. Me, Hugh Collins, pick. Allie yeah. or Charlotte? Um, uh, okay, good question. <laughs> uh, well, who would I, I mean, that's... Uh, pick to go, let's say go on a picnic with. You're a married man. We won't make this scandalous. <laughs> who would you take on a, a lovely picnic I mean, picnic I was telling lunch. Allie because, because I know Sasha so well now. She's like a really good friend. Oh, there you I go. Think the world of her. And I've only met, uh, um... Vanessa. Vanessa, a handful of times, and I've just, you know, she's really lovely, and you know, I haven't got a bad word to say about her, but I obviously don't know her nearly as well uh, as I do Sasha. Uh, so uh, with Sasha, but with the with the with the um, approval of, of Molly and her and Sasha's um, fiance husband, of course, of course, there will be nothing mm-hmm. scandalous going on. But uh, Sasha's wonderful. I mean, she really is uh, uh, really just a great person. So. Uh, a picnic with Sasha would not be so bad. Okay. Right. I love that. You yeah. can come. Flash, you Flash can, Alley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can all, you can double with uh, me and Ian when we go on our picnic. Well, that actually, I'll skip ahead Perfect. too because uh, mm-hmm. you kind of answered at uh, Melina 1810212 had asked, how was it working with Vanessa Ray? But so you said you really only had like a handful of scenes with her. Yes. Yes. Uh, um, but she she's really lovely and. Uh, uh, we, you know, we got on really well, and and it was a very, really nice personal and professional experience. But, you know, it's difficult because obviously my first first scene in the show was with Sasha at like seven in the morning, like two days after I'd done a chemistry read with her to get the part, and then we've obviously worked a ton together since then, and just have a very nice like natural chemistry together. We, you know, we, we like each other's company, and and. Uh, have got on really well. So it's difficult to compare the two just because obviously I've worked so much with Sasha compared to Vanessa. But Vanessa is lovely. And I know she has a huge amount of fans out there and they love her and rightly so. She's great. Well, everything, and I mean, anyone we talk to from the cast says the same thing, that everyone is just, gets along so well. It's like and a is family. So, yeah, like genuinely a family. So it's always great to hear. Yeah, I think a lot of people on shows, you know, say that, uh, because I think you know any the, the notion of uh, of a film crew and cast is it does have a kind of family based uh, dynamic to it. But, but I have to say with the with the PLL cast and crew, like the crew are just as much a part of the family. Uh, you know, if not more so. They're just, it's just one big, really like supportive group of people, and it's uh, coming into that is a really nice thing to come into because. You know, I think sometimes when you come into a show, especially a successful long line one, it can be uh, not quite as inviting, if you will, not quite as accepting. And they've sure. just been amazing. So, yeah, uh, I've, I've had, the, you know, it's a great experience. Well, 
segueing nicely into our next question from at zipper underscore pool. He, he has kind of a deep cut question for you here. He said, are you upset that director Norman Buckley denied that your dinner conversation revolved around Emerson? And I guess he tells me the backstory to this tweet <laughs> is that he tweeted at Norman. He saw that you guys were having dinner and he tweeted, oh, so did you guys talk about Emerson? And Norman was kind of like, oh, why would we talk about that? So what did you and Norman Buckley, who also we have uh, was a guest on this podcast as well, what did you I and love Norman, Norman talk Buckley. about? He's a delight. He's the greatest. Me and Norman Buckley talked about so many things. I mean, if I tried <laughs> to, if I tried to like describe all of the things we talked about, um, it, it would be here for hours. Uh, we 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 had a very very nice uh, drink and and a cheese plate, which was which was delightful. Um, yeah, I love a cheese plate. But it did not revolve around Emerson mainly because. Um, uh, as I'm sure everyone knows, Norman's disdain of quote-unquote ships of course. is well mm-hmm. documented. And uh, therefore, we, we did actually touch on ships, but if, I won't tell you what we said because it wasn't quite as uh, glowing as perhaps some people would want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> but incidentally, speaking of that, I am a big Emerson fan. Really? Um, Keep going. Keep I talking. am. I am. But that's mainly because I feel like, you know, in, certainly as well in this time especially with so many uh, issues and uh, fights for equality not just for LGBT community but for well, for women for you know all sorts of, of um, groups I think it's just an important time that, that those groups are represented and, and, and I think that it's great that the, the show tackled those issues and I think that the way they've represented Emerson is actually a really accurate representation of how hard it is as a as a you know young teenager going into adulthood and figuring out sexuality and yes. how you kind of that fits into your into the actual world you know not your kind of bubble world of growing up and being you know living with your parents and being a teenager but like moving into the world and how uh, that's not easy you know and I think that I like the fact that the show's tackled that and as much as I know I'm a sometimes like just make it happen now <laughs> like quit it like you know that kind of isn't the way the world works you know and yeah, so absolutely. I think that I respect the show for tackling it in an honest way rather than a you know completely fairy tale uh, you know everything's going to be great and it'll all just be sunshine and roses so you know yeah. I, I think it's it's cool yeah well, Hugh, we're like giving you all of the head nods and making yes. hearts with our hands. And we're just like giving so you like so preach, getting hearts with the hands. Yes. you're getting like hearts with the hands. Yes. That was, I mean, Total amen. We feel hands. the same way. And then also, I could tell my cat felt as emotional because he was taking a shit while you're talking. And then I don't know well, if you could hear that on. He, really, really kind of. He was him taking or an audible shit. Him, him. yeah, Tanuki. That, that's Nuki. just his waves. <laughs> Nuki. Yes. Do you after tell him the to please... Jersey Shore character? <laughs> no. Um, it's oh, after, it's a, a um, Super Mario character. It's yes. a Super Mario suit that Super Mario wears in Super Mario 3. It's a deep cut. It's neither here nor there. But anyway. just know that everyone over here is really excited. Sue, do you want to do the next one? Um, it's Kay Barilla there. So <laughs> Kay Barilla just wants to know, how dare you? How, how dare you? I'm assuming she's uh, referring to your character, Rollins. How dare you, sir? How, I mean, how dare I? I mean, how to answer that other than how dare I? I'm disgusted with myself. <laughs> You're a madman. Absolutely disgusted with it's myself. It's all about the money. And, and I just, I can't believe myself. 
<laughs> that's fair. there, right? It's fair. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. At least you own up to it. You're man of your word. Um, can, I mean, can someone, can the cat wrangler get the cat? He's playing with his toy now. He just wants to be, he, he doesn't like if we're not paying attention yeah. for more than 30 minutes. He has you to be the so man of the You know what's so funny? My two dogs are sitting right here next to me, and they're, like, usually pretty crazy right about now. Our smallest dog, especially Bunny, is usually running around, and we call it her witching hour. Yeah, of course, um, yes, we're familiar. But she is not having her witching hour. Like, they are literally sitting here. In fact, I'm going to take a picture right now. That's yeah. so shit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tweet it. <laughs> They're being respectful of your guest appearance with Cabernet. They know what's up. We soothe dogs, That's we rile cats. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do. It's here. our gift and our curse. <laughs> uh, I'm tweeting this right now. Hold oh my on. god, I love it. We'll retweet the show. They're shit so out cute. It. They just got their hair cut today, so Puppy's Mohawk oh. is looking absolutely legit, and uh, Bunny is, is just very cute. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Puppies! <laughs> Maybe sometime we can get, get them all together. That'll be the, the second edition of this podcast is just where we get animals, uh, yes. animals <laughs> Skype, yeah, interviewing each other. I think uh, that would be interesting. Right? I, like I, I would tune in. Like, animal videos are big on the internet. Why can't we take it to the podcast world? All right, next question. We had a similar question from a fan of the podcast, Lori, who often comes to our watching parties and, the, uh, parties, and then at I-E-V-A-L-O-V-E-S... Eva loves. Um, basically, they both want to know uh, what we kind of were touching on. Did you get anything or do anything in particular to prepare for this role, get into character for this shady villain con man, or how would you describe him? And did you do anything to uh, to really get into character? Um, I mean, yes. I think there's a ways of, you know, uh, not a preparation period, but I think the preparation is kind of ongoing, especially when it's a TV show, because... You know, it isn't like a play or a movie whereby sure. uh, you, I, I didn't really have a preparation period or a rehearsal period. I literally got the role. I was confirmed and getting the role on a Saturday, and I started at like 5.30 a.m. on the Monday. So, I, wow. you know, that's not Whoa. very much time to get my head into it. But I think that uh, some experiences that I've had, uh, certainly during doing theatre and stuff like that, I, played Dorian Gray and I thought there were elements from that character that uh, played into this role and I think you know especially when you have a quick turnaround you you look for your experiences to inform you initially and then uh, after that you kind of try and add in as much as you can on the way I felt like the character had a lot of undertones of Yago uh, personally so so I initially, for whatever reason, the subtext of the material, I gravitated towards him having some Yago-like tendencies. And so that's kind of where I saw him and I kind of placed him there. I love Shakespeare and so I, I try and uh, look to that as much as I can, even though, I mean, Shakespeare and PLL don't have a particularly lengthy relationship, but Absolutely. they do now after Twelfth Night the other night. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I love that. We got a, a late breaking question, Sue. Is this true? Yes. We got um, a, a text. Sarah Epler, a uh, fr friend of the podcast, asked um, if you wore the masks all the time or if it was a stunt double. Mm, good question, Sarah Epler. Uh, if I wore mm. the masks all the time. Did you wear any of the masks? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. I had a mask fitting. Uh and yes, I did wear some of uh, masks. Was that actually 
Yes. Was that you, Barry? Like when we saw uh, last week, Rollins uh, buried, like maggot-eaten yeah. face in the ground. Was that you lying? Did that they steal? They put real it maggots was. on you, or no? Uh, they didn't put real maggots on me. Thank um, God. They <laughs> no, but that was me. Okay. I don't want to know what the me. fake maggots were. <laughs> but I'm glad there were no maggots just, they involved. They were just like jello. Those like jello candy ones. No, they weren't. Really. I wish they were. <laughs> I'd have never got out of there. But I have to say, I I actually was buried, and that had to be kind of unsettling. Was, yeah, it was unsettling. It was really cold, and a lot colder than I anticipated. They were like, "Oh, you want to wear, you know, like." thermals and you want to wear like a, a wetsuit and I was like no I don't wear I'm not like yeah I'm a little bit of a purist when it comes to that I'm like no I don't want a wetsuit like I'm meant to be you know buried I want to yeah, go in you know live in it yeah be, be, be in it yeah. Then, yeah and they were like they were like oh we need to say that and I was like yeah <laughs> uh, but it was really cold it was colder than I anticipated I, I, it, I it did have a tinge of regret when I was laying there in the cold uh, <laughs> thinking ah should have taken the wetsuit man should have taken it well did you talk to Sasha uh, did you commiserate about burial scenes because she I she's did, been I did. similar yeah she did warn me it was cold but I am <laughs> very very uh, pig headed when it comes to things like that I'm like no I know best I definitely know best even though I don't have any experience <laughs> of it and you do I still know best and I guess Andrea Parker too so basically you're like you were kind of initiated into a special PLL club no I was no we, we have we actually <laughs> we actually have a uh so Sasha, Andrea, and I, we will go out with our respective uh, other halves. And uh, I forget what we call ourselves. We have a funny name for ourselves as, like, the undead, like, trio. And we always, we went to Disneyland together and we'd go out for dinner, you know, whenever we were kind of all in town. So, yeah, we, we, so all, we are a special group. Yeah. That, that is, is really fun. I love the that. Walking Dead over there. That's so great. <laughs> and you go out yeah. with your like dead mask, like maggot makeup on, and everyone's like, "What's yeah, up yeah, with yeah?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all put dead makeup on yeah. and Why we smear makeup over each other's faces, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. Because who doesn't like seven hours of hair and makeup before going out for dinner? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a real commitment. And to that end, similarly, at Melissa Hastings with a Z because she's hip asked what was it like filming the scene when you were hit by a car what was that what was that night of filming like that night of filming was very fun um very late at night and it was obviously with stuff like that there are stunt doubles involved like a guy the stunt double actually got hit by the car like hard like 15 miles an hour hard which is hard um, and so it was kind of split up into segments, which sometimes can make it a little harder to do because it's kind of busy as you shoot it. But it was actually really fun. I mean, I ostensibly ended up just staring at Ashley in the face for about an hour with blood dripping out my mouth onto her leg, which <laughs> repulsed her. Um, but it was actually, it was kind of fun. I mean, it's a great, I think it was a great death scene. Like, I really enjoyed it as like a, a way for him to kind of progress the story along. I thought it was, it was, it was cool. And, and I, I like the fact that I got to have a mouthful of fake blood, even though it tastes repugnant. We lost our Um, damn minds. I remember when that scene happened, we all like jumped up and screamed. And I think that was even really a turning point in this season as a whole that really kind of set things into fast forward motion. Yeah. I think it kind of, 
you know, it kind of galvanized the story to kick on and it, it kind of raises the stakes for the season. And I think that ultimately, whether you see Elliot again, Archer, uh, whatever his name is, um, <laughs> you know, he kind of, it, the story in some ways does kind of revolve around him at this point because he's the the kind of instigator to this, to this progression of the storyline. So, um you know, it certainly was kind of a pivotal moment in the season and obviously the uh, consequences and the ramifications to it will continue to roll. And there is more, there is, uh, there is more, uh, Elliot, uh, difficult to say. Uh, <laughs> uh, there, do with the story, whether or not you see him again. Okay, okay. Oh. Oh, that's oh, exciting. Got a little, little tidbit. A little Cabernet tidbit. Um, little tickle there. Little, <laughs> little tickle. tickle. I liked <laughs> it. I felt it. I liked it, Hugh. Um, crazy. Just a tickle. So, <laughs> A.M. Luis, L-O-U-I-S-S-E, wants to know, uh, what's the best experience on PLL that you've had? And then also TLB1776 asked the best memory on set so far. So sort of samesies. Samesies question there. Um, I think that the the mask reveal at the end of last season was probably yes. there was like a really fun vibe about the set that night when we shot it, and like for some reason it just had a really fun like charged energy about it, and I really enjoyed doing that scene. Um, it was also the first time I met Andrea. Parker oh, and we instantly fun. like got like that just got along like a house on fire I think she's so cool yeah. um and so it was you know it was uh that was probably my favorite experience I mean it's difficult to pick because it, it genuinely is such a fun environment to work in oh. and uh we work at, obviously at Warner Brothers in in LA and it's you know so much history at the lot and and so every day you go on set it's like it really is a kind of pinch yourself moment um but i think the mask scene was probably my favorite but it's difficult i mean i've had so many good experiences on it it's difficult to pick one but the mask scene was was really fun and and it had a like a a different energy to it that i really enjoyed playing totally um you you mentioned the wb lot and chelsea and i have both visited there and i was wondering uh it's notorious that now the Gilmore Girls are filming. Did you see any of that or any other cool productions while you guys were on the lot? Well, they actually, um, Gilmore Girls, I think I'm allowed to say this, they used uh, like a, quite a lot of, of the, um, the, the stages and the, uh, the back lot sets that we use. So I think their oh. shooting mm-hmm. actually pushed our shooting back by oh. a couple of weeks or about a month. So we didn't intersect, actually. They were there. Um, that's oh, funny. no. The um, puppies are awake. <laughs> they yeah, stopped Molly res- came back and said she's going to start with They stopped me. respecting Buddy, authority. Buddy, quit it. <laughs> um, oh, hi, Molly. <laughs> yeah. No, no, she just put the dog oh. out. So no. she's actually not <laughs> She's a ghost. Um, no, she's a ghost. Uh, so Gilmore Girls, no. But uh, what, is, what has there been? Uh the Ashton Kutcher show, The, the Barn, or... Oh, the, yeah, right. For Netflix. Yes, that has been shooting nearby. Conan is right next door. Obviously, the Ellen show is there, and so mm-hmm. I think every few days there's a tons and tons of, uh, of you know, audience members who come 
uh, to sitting on the show. Um, Mike and Molly shot there. I really hope I met Melissa McCarthy because I think she is just hilarious. My oh, wife yeah. always says if I'm going to leave her for anyone, it's going to be Melissa McCarthy <laughs> um, because she's hilarious and I just think she's a hoot. She's um, nice. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean you always see various people around more brothers because it's just that sort of place, you know. It's uh, mm. teeming with with various dignitaries from the world of film the and television. Hollywood magic. Yeah. Well, we have a couple Hollywood magic. pretty specific questions here coming up at S-N-S-L-A-G-L-E S-N-L-A-G-L-E wants to know what's one word you would use to describe Rollins' relationship with Jenna? There's a spicy question. Um, intriguing. Oh, I'll take it. We'll yeah, take we'll it. on that. That's good. I was going to say spicy, but then I thought you just said spicy, <laughs> so I can't use that. I was just going to be like spicy, but no, it's not spicy. Uh, that would be that would be me throwing off. I would say intriguing, definitely. Intriguing. Okay, we'll take That's intriguing. Good. What about at Jackie Walks Dogs? Wants to know. This is fun, and I actually Sue. Did you know that this moniker had sprung about? I was not aware. Uh, at Jackie Walks Dogs wants to know how do you feel about being referred to as Rick Rollins, aka Ren's evil British brother? <laughs> I didn't know that that was something um, that the fans are calling you. As I guess an homage to the internet meme Rick, Rick Rolling, Rolling, which is like basically, you know, you think you're clicking on one thing and then suddenly it's a video of um, now I'm blanking some four glasses of wine in. But uh, uh, Rick Astley. <laughs> well, I, think, yes. I think Rick Rollins might have been started by the uh, the Bros of PLA podcast. I'm a PLL podcast. I'm we not have, certain. I might I be. I bet you're right. I yes. bet you're right. We need to catch up on them. But I shout think out to it bros. was. Um, shout out to the Bros. Um, but uh, I love the idea that uh, Ren and I have some connection, whether it be brothers or cousins or you know fellow doctors or whatever I think I mean I, I, I know Julian a bit I met him actually exactly the same time that I met him and he again is one of the great humans of the world uh, he's that's good to know sweetheart lovely guy obviously British um, and uh, I would you know if, if we ended up having someone play together on the show I think it would be a lot of fun we lost you a little bit on that last one, Hugh, but I think you said, yeah, you would love if you ended up doing something together on the show. But you've met Julian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very lovely. And, uh, and if, we, if we managed to uh, get together on the show because we were somehow related, that would be a lot of fun. Hugh, are you wrestling with your dogs on the other end of the line? I'm not wrestling my dogs. Doesn't sound like I am. <laughs> a little bit. It just bit. sounded like you were moving around a little bit. I was envisioning you because it sounds like the way when I'm like wrestling my cat into my bedroom to like stop taking audible shit. Imagine shits. if I was. Imagine if I was just like wrestling with the dog. You're just like, like calmly, yeah, yeah, and then just like. <laughs> Is this better? Yes. That's better. That's great. All right. Sorry. <laughs> no, I wasn't wrestling with the dog. No, that's I mean, fine. I can if you'd like me to. I mean, I'm... yeah, go for it. <laughs> if you do, though, please Snapchat it. Are you in Snapchat, you? Yeah. Uh, I have it, but I haven't used it, and I'm not sure that I will now that Instagram has the stories thing. Oh, because, that's right. Yeah, I just like I don't know. I kind of have have always thought about doing a Snapchat, and then just felt like nah. It's hard to like brave a new social media platform. I understand. It took me a lot. We There's put it so off for many. a long time, but it's just hard to adopt a new anything. 
Yeah. Yeah, kind of. I mean, even Twitter was one that I was like, ah, should I? And then <laughs> I did because it's a really great kind of forum for interaction. But Snapchat, I feel, I can just feel it can be a bit indulgent. And right. so I feel like the Instagram stories thing is kind of fun because you already have your own audience. Like, you already have your Instagram followers and it's, it's just a little more seamless rather than having another outlet to use and like get to grips with. You can just like piggyback off your existing account. So totally. I kind of feel like I'm just going to use Instagram stories if I ever want to post a gratuitous video about me wrestling with my dogs. Yeah, which you, you absolutely should. That makes should. total sense. Yeah, please. Which I almost certainly will in the yes. future, yeah. Post it. Tag Definitely. us in it. We're busy people, you guys. We can't adopt new platforms when we're like doing fake Kickstarters, wrestling dogs. Right. We have a lot we're going on. We're trying to get in hot and We don't have time. For, we don't have time. You're learning another social media social platform. Media. Jesus. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple more. Can you handle a couple more questions? And yeah, we'll yeah, let you I can. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay good. Yeah. I just said anytime you want to tap out, but otherwise we'll probably talk to you till the batteries run out on my little recorder here. <laughs> um, Love it. <laughs> at Teichley underscore goals wants to know, would you do a PLL movie if one were to knock on your door, I suppose? Ashley Goals, um, that is a reference to Tyler and Ashley Goals. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, no, I think I've corresponded with Tyshley Goals on Twitter many times. Um, yeah. would, I, would I do it? I mean, it depends. I mean, you know, if, if, if it felt like it added or, or um, you know, kind of built on the story that already exists with, with Rollins, yeah, I think it will, be, it will be really fun. You know, I think... Uh, it was hard to say in a, in a really generalized sense, like, would you do it? Mm-hmm. Um, but I certainly do think there are elements of uh, the story with Rollins and Smash Archer uh, that I would still really like to explore. And, and, you know, if the opportunity arose to do that in a, in a different medium, yeah, that would be great fun. Cool. Well, and that, I mean, we have one more fan question, but just to segue into that since you brought it up, you, I guess you did kind of bring it up a little bit earlier. You gave us a little hint. But so will we be seeing you in some other episodes, even if you are not Rollins, if you're portraying someone else? Like, have we seen the last of you on PLL this season yet, Hugh? I think that's uh, a media training answer. question. <laughs> oh, it's worth a shot. I can't see what happens. <laughs> Um, so we'll get to our last fan question, which is from at Curious PLL. Did Rollins ever love Cece? Love that question. Um, I think I would direct you back to a previous answer about <laughs> the title of episode three Ooh. and urge you to draw your own conclusions. I have mine, but I just don't want to be... You know, obviously, from an actor perspective, I have a very detailed idea of Rollins slash Archer's history and, you know, all of the details you can imagine. Obviously, on the other side of it, you have Marlene's, you know, creation and the writers, and they have their idea of what it is. And obviously, mm-hmm. what you know, they come together as we go on the show, but any details that are still outstanding that you haven't seen explicitly yet, uh, what I think and what Marlene thinks and what Marlene thinks is actually the important person who thinks <laughs> it, what I think really doesn't matter. Um, but I do have an, you know, a very clear idea of, of what I think about it, but I just don't want to be too explicit about it in case 
we still explore it explicitly. Sure. And I am completely contradicted what happens. That's fair. That's fair. It's a very. But, I, but, but like I say, my, 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 best, my best advice is just to look to, to the talent Mr. Roy and talented Mr. Ripley parallels and, okay. and kind of look at that as a, as a guidepost for all things Dr. Elliot Rollins slash Archer Dunhill. Cut to the internet crashing as every PLL fan downloads the talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> Mr. Ripley. I know. I should get some. I should get some residuals off that. Yeah, seriously. At this point, this point. Like, unbelievable. Hey, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, send me a check. Come on. <laughs> Can you buy stock in movies? Is that possible? Um, anything else, Sue, that you want to ask? We did. I think we did every fan question. I mean, we I should recently. probably shout out uh, my wife having a wonderful clothing line, mainly for women, and I should probably oh, yes. uh, give a shout out to it. It's called State and Manor. Um, what is it one more time, and you? Yeah. State and Manor. Perfect. State and Manor. State and Manor. And uh, it's at stateandmanor.com. Great. And uh, on Instagram. Etc. Etc. And it's really, really like cool, eco-conscious, like made in the USA, lifestyle wear, um, and it's an amazing company. And you guys should check it out because it's amazing. Um, and is there anything else? Yeah, anything that you want to shout out, promote? Anything we should our fans should look out for you? I mean, obviously on Twitter, I think any fans listening already know. But you're of course at Hugh James Collins on Twitter. And anything else upcoming? Anything you're working on? Anything that I did do a little thing recently, but I'm not going to talk about it Ooh. yet. Another, another spicy taste. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm pretty present on Twitter, so most things that I'm doing or not doing, uh, I kind of keep everyone abreast of. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just uh, intrigued as to see how, how the rest of the season goes. I'll, I'll probably try and drop in on the... Yeah, I'm still kind of doing the PLL chat thing because, like, everyone is still so much a part of the story. It's like, feels weird not to watch it and not to be involved in it. And obviously, <laughs> there is so much more to come that, like, whilst he isn't physically there every episode at the minute, it's still, it still kind of feels like he is there in a sense. So, uh, oh, so I'll, I'll try so. and be around for the, for the PLL chats as much as possible. Like, it is a lot of fun. I get so many fun questions and, uh, you know, you never know what to expect for the fans who ask some like really great questions. And it's always fun, kind of having a bit of banter with them and stuff. So I, I really enjoy it. So hopefully, I'll still be doing that as much as possible. And uh, yeah, well, probably you. about it. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Once again, we practice that too. We like to do synchronized <laughs> intros and outros. You synchronize the start and the end. It's, it's all important. We're practicing the for the podcast effect. Olympics. Yes. We're petitioning for that to be an interview. Have USA's. you been watching the Olympics? Yeah, we have been of you. I mean, I have. I mean, obviously they were in London four years ago, right? And, and uh, obviously when it's the home nations Olympics, there is a much more kind of fervor about the support. And so, because it was London, and I grew up in London, that meant that I, it was easier to get behind it. I kind of dropped in and out of it. Uh, I definitely have enjoyed the swimming. I watched water yeah. polo the other day. It's one of the, one of the most mind-numbing sports to watch in the history <laughs> of sports, I think. But it I is cannot a- for the life of me understand it. Oh, there's a lot of confusing stuff. I watched something with competitive kayaking where they were doing turns down a luge. Oh, through the slalom. Yes. It's immense, isn't it? How yeah. do they decide, like, who decides, like, the scoring process uh, and the procedures? It's all very confusing. 
I think it's the I think someone who's having an absolute laugh just sitting in a room thinking, what can we get away <laughs> with? We're taking honestly. it seriously. Yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's a sadistic comedy writer from Hollywood. I think that's a line out of Woody Allen film. It's just yeah. come out. It's stolen that. Either but that it, but or it like is. the tagline exactly for curling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really then quickly, though, Hugh, before we, since you brought that up, I forgot I was going to mention um, my heritage is actually Welsh. My last name is White. So on my father's side, I'm no Welsh. No way. But, I mean, I am ashamed to say it's actually kind of the part of my heritage I know the least about. I'm kind of a little bit more connected to my mom's side, which is Slovak. So is there anything you can bestow upon me? Like what word or dish? Or I don't know. Just what, what kind of like Welsh knowledge can you drop on me right now? That's like before you do anything oh else, God. Chelsea. And it's a big, it's a loaded I mean, question. I just opened. There's a lot to unpack in what I just said here. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, no. I mean, I, you know, I, I encourage anyone with any semblance of Welsh heritage to, to, you know, investigate as much as possible because you're tapping into, you know, the great nation of the world in Absolutely. Wales. Mm-hmm. Um, not only do we have probably the, the, well, not probably, definitely, the greatest national flag, uh, which is uh, green and white with a red dragon in the middle, and it is superb. We also have a wonderful national anthem, which I urge you to learn as a, as a, as a woman with Welsh heritage. Uh, Welsh cakes are a delicious little, like, uh, it's kind of like a flat, sweet scone. I'm trying to think of what American thing I can liken it to. They're, like, very flat, and you cook them on a special, like, Welsh plate cake. Uh, not cake. Well, on a special plate that's, like, a kind of cast iron okay. um, plate. The national flower is a daffodil. The oh, national vegetable lovely. is a leek. A leek. Leeks okay. are delicious. I so we can like all get on board with that. Um, the now. meat we, we eat most of is lamb because obviously you know we have a lot of sheep, uh, of which sometimes we get uh, accused of doing nefarious things with sheep because we have so many of them. <laughs> um, Who dare accuse? <laughs> uh, but but no, Wales is a truly wonderful place. Uh, if you ever get a chance to go and visit, I, I would. Uh, I would strongly recommend it. It's it's a very very friendly place. It is a very welcoming place, and uh, yeah, you should be proud of it. Well, it's a great place to be from. Absolutely, am. I would love to. And I mean, you. I wanted to shout that out too because you had a lot of um, fans over from the other side of the pond. I saw shouting you out on Twitter that are big fans of yours. I'm very proud. Well, no, of because your... last last week um, they they obviously revealed that Arch was born in Wales, which was right. uh, very directly related the fact that I played the role. I'm yes. 99.9% certain if I hadn't played the role, that wouldn't have uh, been the case. And that was a kind of cool eventuality because, you know, uh, it's not often you get a part and like represent your your country in a, in a kind of, in a weird way, but like, you know, on a, on a big TV show in America. And I think that was kind of a nice thing to happen. Um, yeah, it's always nice to kind of, you know, get a little shout out for, for the boys in red. So... So yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. Yay, okay, great. Then I'm glad we shout out that at the end. Well, Hugh, thank you so much again. You've been magical. Shout out to thank your you. lovely wife for lending you to us. Shout out to your dogs for <laughs> taking a nap. <laughs> and, shout out uh, to Snooki for doing the dirty during yes, the podcast. Yes, for taking yes. an audible shit during your interview like a true gentleman that he is. And uh, Good work. Yeah, you're the best. I'm looking forward to our double date with Ian Harding. Someday in the future. <laughs> That'd be beautiful. Thank you so much, guys. It's been really good fun. Thank you, Hugh. Thanks. Oh my gosh. Guys, that was Hugh. We just talked to Hugh Collins. How great was and he? And he was a goddamn dream. He was amazing. I was 
giddy. Like, I'm not somebody who's normally giddy around people, but, like, I feel like I was beaming. If you have a chance to check our snaps, if you listen to this first thing in the morning, I, I feel like I was just beaming. We he, were both just, like, giddy. It was super fun. He was just so, I mean, lovely and genuine, and not that yeah. we would have expected anything else, but it's just so fun to, uh, in the beginning, we were talking about being glad that Ian Harding is a delight as a real person because yeah. it's always disappointing when you find out the people you love are not a delight and then it's just here's Hugh being a prime example of that I'm sorry I'm like adjusting our levels as we talk do I sound too loud do I sound not loud enough testing testing sibilance 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 that's a deep cut she sells seashells <laughs> What that? are some of the Anchorman ones? <laughs> oh my god! Why well, I've like, seen that movie like a million times. No. She showed it. Oh my god! Sorry, I tried to go as far as possible. Well. <laughs> Somebody save the children. Also, I love that. Can let's also backtrack that last week <laughs> we had equally delightful pair, Matt and Kim. Another oh prime god. example of people being being like goddamn gems in real life. That was also and just fulfilling just all of your treat. dreams. And they were just the nicest people. They totally hung out. They were, they're just infinitely talented and super duper fun. I'm like still, like I was basically having like a, a stroke the whole time. Like yeah. I was having an out of body experience the whole time that we were talking to them being like Matt and Kim are at my house and I don't know what's happening. But point being, I just drank a lot to understand it and then had to take a <laughs> cab a block and a half home. <laughs> so. The reason that I brought that up was a long way around the block to say, I think we actually though got an equal amount of tweets about, Oh, that's so cool. You guys had Matt and Kim on also High five for the new podcasting equipment. Yes. Check out our sweet new sound. So that's why, uh, still though, somehow we managed to fuck it up and I'm like adjusting levels yeah. as we're talking. And you're going to hear some of the fans now that it picks up everything. I know. There's and, a fan um, in the background, but guys, we've just got to tell you, like, it's it's better than just us just I'm sitting soaking in a through the chair. Like, I feel like I'm sitting in my bathtub. Oh, yeah. It is so hot in my apartment. We have like seven fans on, so I'm sorry that you have to listen to it. But anyways. Um, but what you're, if you're listening to us, yes, you're listening to us on Podbean, Stitcher, or iTunes. Thank you so much for downloading. Uh, please subscribe. And please leave a review. We haven't had a review in like a month. No. Or no. Uh, like a, a week weeks, or two. But we always but still, appreciate reviews of any, you know. They help other people find us. And now that we've got all these exciting, jazzy things, why wouldn't people want to find us? And welcome again to any new listeners oh, uh, yeah, who followed so us much. here from, from Hugh's Amazing Tweets. And yeah, I mean, the irony is, the dark, sad irony is that even if you give us a shitty review, it helps people find us. So we yeah. welcome any reviews. <laughs> but also, I mean, Don't it leads mean us to... Don't be because we're humans, and we do this for free because we're insane. But we always try and, you know, act on the fly and change things when you guys give us notes. Uh, and speaking of notes, this wine has lovely notes of pepper. Oh, yes, and this is a lovely, uh, as usual, a Gato Negro, but a different flavor. It's the Carmenere. Yes. Is that right? I don't know. There's an accent on it, and I'm not sure. Also, I called it a flavor, which is, I'm sure, not right. <laughs> if he was still listening, he just has his head in his hands. He's like, my father would be so disappointed <laughs> that I was on this podcast <laughs> with these, <Christ>. these amateurs. <laughs> the podcast is named after a wine. 
and, and we're you're just... saying things like fl- well, flavor's a thing. <laughs> flavor palette. I'm in flavor country. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> this is delicious. Um, I love how it's... it takes the turn. We get rid of the guest, and it just goes right down, <laughs> back down into the gutter. Um, well, that's because of the 13.5 alcohol. Just the drunk spiral um, of nonsense of two 33-year-olds sitting at their at their uh, kitchen table talking about. I love that you make me younger than a freeform show. Uh, I'm 34. <laughs> I'm about to be 34. Guys, it's great. The point is... Consecutive number age is the best. Now that we've wasted five <laughs> minutes talking talking about mostly nothing... Now we're going to talk to you about the show the that show. we absolutely love. And this episode was fantastic. This, this episode was as much of a treat as a delight as Hugh Collins, Matt and Kim, Ian Harding, and this wine wrapped into one dare i say that maybe like with the, the best burrito ever maybe with a tanuki taking an audible shit sprinkled <laughs> on top um i think the best part of this episode though is the return of jason god he god bless even, jesus jason yeah sue did a fire tweet that abc <laughs> or i'm sorry god freeform strike me down yeah freeform. The, the show retweeted, um, and it was Buddy Christ's gif, uh, <laughs> because he just looked so much like Christ, and it was so fantastic, Amazing. and he, he is just earnesty, and he looks just better than ever. I, I, I've always had a thing for guys who look like Jesus. Oh, yeah. Like, any of my friends can tell you, like, if, does he have long hair and a beard? Does he look like he hasn't showered and has maybe been helping orphans in another country? Sue would Sue hit. is going to hit that. Sue would hit. <laughs> like, um, but has he been seen walking on water? I like that he came back with a little bit of mystery of that he and Arya probably knocked boots. Oh my god, that was such a spicy. Did you tell anybody? Did, Did you tell anybody? I'm not gonna tell anybody. I think Me neither. I'm really intrigued <laughs> by all the little like secrets they're spilling slowly of yeah. things that happened in the five year flash forward that we didn't see. And that was amazing because can I I think we're gonna talk about the same thing, but you go. Oh, I will Let's see if we are. I'm going to wager that we aren't because I was just going to say I'm really excited at all the um, throwbacks and little nods to things in past seasons that they're doing this season. Like, I love... I can see the, I can... Or I see you written on the back of the car, which yep. we'll get to in a little bit. I love... I mean, we talked last week about a bunch of other nods to the past. Um, and I love the nod of Jason and Arya. I mean, yeah. because that, you know, was sort of a little bit of a thing. In earlier seasons, and so I just oh, it just reignites me. I just feel oh. like I want to stand on my chair oh, like God. Tom Cruise and tell the world I love the show. PLL for everyone. That was like me, kind of yeah, with no. Tom Cruise sentiment. But then I slipped into like an Oprah impression. Yeah, it was like okay. a lot happening. Tanuki's jumping up on your chair, He's and as he is just—he just keeps going. You're getting a car. And you're, you're getting, getting a, a car. car. You're getting so a car. So it's just mixed mar- metaphors everywhere. All right, what were you um, going to say, though, Sue? No, I was going to say that we got the Toby and Jenna flashback finally. Yes, that we were and wondering what the we hell were, happened. We were both so excited, and maybe we have to rewatch it, but man, it felt like a whole lot of nothing going on. It just seemed like they're watching fireworks, and she made sort of a vague... Like, I forget what your face I, feels like. I'm scared because I can't see, and, and then that was like, I, I'm hoping there's more. Yeah. To learn, and that was just dipping the toe in the pond because I don't understand how that leads to Toby having beef now with Jenna. But 
again, we were distracted. There's a lot happening. We were like preparing for Hugh's Skype call. We were kind of we were trying to keep up with all the awesome tweets you guys were sending us. So, so many great questions you guys sent. A lot sent of great in. questions. Thank you guys. Um, you know, at this point we've inevitably inevitably lost 90% of the listeners who tuned in for I'm Hugh. I'm sure. Uh, but if you guys stuck with us. Madness, but thanks so much and welcome. <laughs> um they're like, oh, this is what this podcast is really like on a day-to-day without fun guests. <laughs> I see. And, and. Um, so, I guess, do you want to start from the beginning? Because we've kind it. of been jumping around. Let's so do it. Let's get they, in. The girls find out that Arya said yes to Ezra. Uh, and while so they're sitting the there, um, one of the best things that happened to me was that all the girls are drinking mimosas and Emily's drinking a pink drink, which again nods back to previous seasons where Hannah goes to the lesbian bar to um, to, to kind of shadow Paige and see what Paige is up to. And uh, she gets a pink drink spills on her and her mother and Emily's mother or, or Hannah's mother's kind of like, what's a pink drink? Are you a lesbian? Is that, is that something lesbians drink? And then like, it's just a drink that's pink. Ashley. But I just love that Emily is sitting there with the girls and they're all having mimosas, but the only lesbian is drinking a pink that drink. That was hilarious. That was good. I, I hope that was like an intentional nod because it was really fucking funny. In a deep Either cut. way, in Tanuki, my heart it was. Not? He's just playing with his balls. Do we have to put him back in the room? Balls. Do we have to put him in timeout? Well, he's playing with his balls. It's one thing to play with your balls, but like you're playing with your balls. Loudly. Loudly, Tanuki. I don't just know what else you want. The cat I'm wrangler's about ready to step in. You know? <laughs> We, I mean, I think he's okay for now. Let him live his life. So well, they might call you back. In the Radley, and they're drinking, and they're having a good time being like, oh, Jean-Luc. Um, <laughs> that's a deep cut for anyone who used to listen, watch International Delight commercials. Um, but the, um, the reveal of Shower being dead, in the shower, doing what she loves. Doing what she loves? <laughs> Wait, who said that? That was Ben from Pretty, Pretty Little, Little Podcasters. Podcasters. Hilarious. Um, so, but the thing that surprised me the most is during that reveal, not only did her hand drop out of the, the cart, which I was just like, once again, Rosewood, just the worst, shoddiest police department (laughs) from like crime scene to like the, like the morgue department is just like, oh, a hand flopped out. Just keep rolling. Keep rolling. (laughs) The morgue department. (laughs) Isn't that a thing? I mean, probably, I don't know. Played up on morgue aisle two. <laughs> well, I work down in the morgue department. <laughs> Important sports. <laughs> Anywho, go on. Um, so that's it. No, oh. Jenna starts crying. Like we see Jenna take off her sunglasses, and we see her in a full sob over the loss of. Uh, Sarah Harvey while she's in the lobby and Emily's just like oh like they were saying that we shouldn't be scared of Jenna maybe she was right maybe she was protecting us yada 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 and there was oh and then there she was like oh on her computer there was a Charlotte file right and so Spencer of course immediately is like we need to get that computer we need to see what they know and I mean did they try and how did they I mean (laughs) <laughs> kind of did. They tried to the extent of that, you know, that you one can try on PLL is where you make it into oh, said right. room, 
and then inevitably you're locked in. You have to hide under furniture and you know be narrowly, yeah, caught really narrowly. Like somebody was leaning under the bed, packing a suitcase, and just couldn't see they for just far enough. Exactly. They just they were nearsighted enough to where they didn't get caught. Um, we're jumping ahead though. So basically, I mean, which is fine. Listen, yeah. at this point, anyone listening must God be comfortable with exactly any sort of train of thought we go on. At this point, they're along for the ride. Um, we're on the Halloween train <laughs> with Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert, get in. <laughs> Bring all of your confused sexual identity with you. So we, we mentioned Can we get a Kickstarter so that I can hang out with sexually confused Adam Lambert? <laughs> yeah. I don't oh even want to make yes. it. I want to make out with him, and then I want us to just laugh about it and then do our nails. <laughs> And for any new listeners, basically we have an <laughs> ongoing uh, conversation topic on this podcast that we love the Halloween train episode where Adam Lambert is uh, a guest star because he flirts with Aria. Yeah. Which is just very confusing. Like, why did they make Adam Lambert sexually confused? confused? I don't know, but Aria uh, isn't he just Aria the stirs all the feelings. Aria oh, makes sure. Aria and Noel Khan's files are both missing. Oh. And we see Noel's get. Well, let's throw it on the fire. I know. Let's I'm just all over the place, guys. Let's get to that. Guys, I wanna... we talked to freaking Archer Dunhill, Dr. Rollins, Hugh Collins. I started having a stroke last week when we interviewed Matt and Kim, <laughs> and then I just continued it yeah, through this week. Just tingly arms and toast. And I'm just now coming through. out of it, so it's as if like I'm emerging from a coma. But basically, Jason, Jesus <laughs> Jason is back, and I like how he laid down the motherfucking law. Oh, yeah. And was like, Aunt Mary, Bye, fuck out of here. Yeah fuck out of here to the left to the left yeah everything yeah. you own in the box to the left mary yeah do you even know beyonce probably not you, you know what mary you're you're don't ever start to think that you're irreplaceable do you celebrate beyonce's entire catalog <laughs> then to the left including bitch. the album four arguably the most underrated yes but probably the most jam-packed with hits yeah no mary i don't think you do get out of my goddamn house I'm paraphrasing, but that's more Bye-bye. or less what Jason said. That's basically said. what Jason said. We all knew what he was saying. Yeah, we all knew it was the We in, could in unpack the it. Yeah, it was in the inflection. Um, and what, so I, yeah, I like that Jason took charge and then flirted with Aria. Can any of our listeners, this is a genuine question, what happened to Toby's um, little wifey, Yvonne? I feel like everyone on Twitter was also kind of like, Wait, something happened to her? They so didn't really... There was a police code that was just like, so-and-so, hap- something happened. Something is in progress with Yvonne. We weren't exactly sure what, and then it was a thing. But then people seemed only half interested. Yeah. Even Toby. Yeah, he Toby, could like take it or leave it. Toby was talking to his ex-girlfriend when she got accosted or whatever. Then his ex-girlfriend checked on her even though Toby wasn't there. Right. Then she, like, like the, whatever her name is. What's her name? I want to call her Yolanda, and that's not Yvonne. it. Yvonne. Yvonne is like, all right, I've got si- to sign myself out of the hospital. Toby's like, all right, I'm going to hang out with my ex-girlfriend again. And then, like, it was just like, then he goes and tells his ex-girlfriend, I'm going to go leave um, I built this house for you, not her. I built the city in rock and roll. Yeah, for you, Spencer, because you're my rock and roll. And you're my inspiration. 
You mean bring meaning to my life. You're the inspiration. Don't keep, I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> but like, so like he tells, like, it's just like he spends so much time with Spencer, even yeah. though his fiance, and then he's just like. Was tell, in progress somewhere. Yeah. And then she's just like, he's like, oh yeah, the house was for you. I still kind of love you, but things aren't perfect, but I'm going to go off with my second place winner. <laughs> <laughs> gonna go take old silver <laughs> to the country. He's basically like, I'm in deep, Spence. <laughs> yeah. I don't quite know how to dig myself out, so I'm gonna lie in my grave. Yeah. That is more or less. I was really paraphrasing with the Jason stuff, but I feel like that's a fair interpretation of what Toby said. That basically is more or less what he said. Yeah. He was just like, okay, well, and I've spent all this time with you while she's been horribly beaten or whatever. Right. So. Oh, God, it was a lot. Well, speaking of that, too, um, I guess maybe just on, like, the ship's train, there were some um, Caleb scenes, and uh, Caleb realizes that Hannah kicked what's-his-face? Jordan. Aussie to the curb, and they had a little moment, and they kind of had a very similar moment to the Spalem moment, where it was like, huh, is it gonna, is it feelings? And And then... Yeah, they were, then they realized, no. oh, wait, we broke into a hotel room. Maybe right. we should focus on the matter at hand. Exactly. So I'm going to turn you up a little bit. Oh, okay. I don't know. Wait, which one are you on? Who's me and who's you? I don't even know anymore. Ugh. We're li- I was so Where do I begin and you end? <laughs> That's a question a lot of people ask. I feel like people, like if there weren't pictures of two of us on the internet... I don't think it would be wrong for people to question if it's just one of us talking to ourselves. Uh, I mean, it's not wrong. In fact, it's so right. Um, so Which one of us is a figment of the other's imagination? I mean, I'm probably a figment of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. You're more real than I am. That's a goddamn lie, Sue. Um, Mia you know. Peoples is finally back. God bless. Mia Peoples on her Street of Dreams or what is her song? Street of Dreams. Yeah, I think so. Dreaming. Sure. I, don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I was so excited. She had a super cute hoodie on and they went jogging. I just want to squeeze her. But we like, tweeted her. Let's get her on. I would love that. She Everyone was tweeted so Mia. much fun this episode. I felt so happy for her because she had had such a shitty kind of role of just always being like kind of like, the negative mom, the concerned mom, the cop mom, like, and now she finally got to be cool mom. She got to, like, dance around with the bachelorette party and just hang yeah. out and have a good time. Have a ball. I feel like... She's been through a lot. She deserves it. I was telling Let Chelsea while live. we were watching it, I was like, what a great scene to come back to. It's like, okay, you're going to act like you're drunk at a bachelorette party in a hotel. Right. And she... Looked like she was just. She nailed it. Time of her life. Yeah, it was fun. It was a sweet little mother-daughter moment. I did just get louder. That's weird. I know. I turned you up just a little bit. Now, now it feels right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, we talked about Jason and Aria. What else is happening? Well, Aria and Ezra are going to go elope because they're going to go steal Hugh's marriage. Oh yeah. I mean, clearly that's uh, an appropriation of Hugh's life. Do you feel like? Ezra is so anxious, not because of the wedding stuff, but because he just wants to get married to her right away. 
because he needs her to be oh. his wife because they were running out the door to get married because like that so, was so the thing like Arya kept being like isn't it weird if we run there's this whole you think Ezra has an ult- ulterior motive you're saying I think maybe oh my god like maybe he knew Jackie was Nick, no, Nikki. Nicole. Nicole Nicole maybe he knew Nicole was gonna come back and he was like we got an 86 babe what if Nicole comes back as Jackie <laughs> what? I mean, I can't even. That's a lot to unpack. That would be um, weird. But it's all—it's just been another would, mask. Why would? Um, well, also, I mean, speaking of that, obviously, then so yeah, at the end, a surprise, surprise, Nicole's alive, which I think I mean well, we've all been say saying that. since like. Well, they said they they think she's alive, which yeah. we all have been predicting was going to be, mm-hmm. of course, the untimely end of Ezria. Yeah. That Nicole would be alive. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Maybe she isn't. But what, I mean, this is an interesting, um, this is an interesting plot twist that you pose, Sue. But what would be the utility of that? Like, what would Ezra want to run away from Nicole for? Maybe he told her, oh, you know that book that I'm famous for? Well, uh, it was basically based on a 14-year-old girl or 15-year-old girl <laughs> that I was sleeping with at the time. And Nicole's like, I'm coming for you. And he's like, you're not. You're going to stay here, actually. Yeah. Put her in a box. Yeah. Left her for dead. That that Lifetime movie that was That's being plugged was during head. Unreal. That I was, know what you're going that for. That was what was in my head, yeah. Um, you're absolutely right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they showed the commercial like 20 times. Dennis and I were even texting about it last night. We were just like... Wow, that whole box thing. Is it thing. really based on a true story? I don't even want to know. Oh, God. It creeps me out too bad. Yeah, it scares the shit that's, out of me. That's a level of scary, like, the whole scariness of tonight's episode will probably make me call you on the way home just to make sure <laughs> that I'm like, hey, I'm still safe. I love, I love when you leave me voice messages <laughs> the length of your walk home so that you're not murdered, as if yeah. you think that will prevent your murder. Well, no one will murder me if I'm leaving a voicemail. Well, also, you know, you don't have to actually leave me a real voicemail. You could just pretend <laughs> to be on the phone. I'm but not saying I don't love your tell. voicemails. I'm just they saying. They can tell. They can tell. They're like, hold on, hold on. Up. Give me your phone. Hello? <laughs> All right. You're talking to somebody. I can't okay, murder fine. you. <laughs> no murder for you. Um, before we get off of Ezra uh, onto the next topic, I think the last Ezra thing I just want to say is I love, I love this sick burn that Ezra... Oh, yeah. Through at Ario, and he was like, "Oh, I mean, you guys didn't kill Sarah, did you? <laughs> Just kidding, babe. Because <laughs> you get it. You murder people all yeah. the time. You get it. All right. Sick burn, Ezra. Um, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> it was way too soon. I loved also. I loved Pi Caleb. How suddenly when we were talking about uh, Spencer." breaking in uh, you can't see right now but i'm doing breaking in <laughs> motions which are just like high elbows like walking striding high elbows that's how you break in you're just like moving totally. your yeah that's high striding thing. elbows breaking in spencer um and then someone's in the room and surprise it's or was it hannah hannah's breaking in whatever someone's breaking in and suddenly caleb is there and he's like yeah your mom hired me as a pi i'm like of fucking course she did caleb she he hired why her wouldn't she as a extra or security. security that's what i meant security security yeah. same yeah. difference but then same same nonsensical difference so aria emily's like we've got to go break in to Allie's 
aunt's storm cellar that we didn't know about previously that's got to have all the secrets. And Arya's like, oh, tomorrow's going to be bad because I'm kind of flying to Tuscany to get married. But you know what? That's silly. I just want you guys there. And Emily's like, have you not been watching the show? Like, <laughs> run. Go right. get married. We'll all be here. Right. Hopefully when you get back. But, like, save yourself. Go have love. We'll do the breaking in. Peace. And right. so they go to break in and Oh my god. Well this is the most exciting thing. So they break in, they find a secret lair that um Jessica De Laurentis had all this time. I love a a undiscovered secret lair. Oh yeah. Dare I say I live for it. I think you we can, all do. You could say that. Can I say it? Um and they find Jessica had files. On everyone. On everybody. And um, they're looking through them, and Arias is missing. Dum, dum, dum. Um, oh, also, we should say that we find out that Mary, and which, thank goodness that they connected the dots. I always, I think we all as fans can appreciate when they do connect the dots. Yeah. Or they um, just confirm they the confirm theory. That um, we saw a flashback a couple seasons ago, whatever, that uh, Jason heard a noise while Jessica was staying in Aunt Carol's house. And we have confirmed now that that noise was Mary Drake, mm-hmm. who was staying there. Um, so they're looking at Jessica's files. They find out that, dum-dum-dum, Charlotte had a brother. But dun, we don't dun, know dun, who that brother is. And so they're like, of speculate. course, there's somebody else out here there who wants to get even with us. Right. So who could it be? Who could the brother be? But and it's their age. The brother is their age. It's no con. I mean, of course, we all think it's no con. But then also, and then that brings us full circle to what we kind of mentioned at the beginning. Another awesome uh, TBT was at the end when the basement explodes, which we were all hoping it would. We yeah. were like, I, I literally was like, blow up the house, <laughs> blow, blow up, up the house. house. And then thank God they, our prayers were answered and they did. Um, so the layer is bl- blown up and someone writes on the back of the car. I see you, which is a TBT to um, season, whatever one, I, I think, think. it was two. When, because when Hannah gets hit Hannah by the car, was, was getting it Camp Mona and Arya and Ezra are, yeah, one or two. All right. Um, yeah. So H- Hannah was hit by the car, and then Ezra and Arya are in the car, and someone writes, "I see you on the back," and they think it's A, and it turns out to be Noel Khan, just saying, "Like I see you fucking your teacher in a car." Here's Ugh, my so magical. theory. That's not Noel because it's brick through a window that it is. Yeah, it's gonna be Lucas. <gasps> oh my god! I just Guys. got legit chills. I just got legit chills. Don't you think that that would make sense? Because think about yeah. it. Also, when it can't she can't be null because they're making it too obvious. Yeah, and when she got hit by the car, who comes and like kisses her while she's sleeping? Oh my god! It was Lucas, and I think that, like, she's been talking off and on with Lucas. Lucas knows a little bit here and there of everything. Lucas also, they're staying at his apartment. They're using his car. Like, Lucas knows the 411. I would love that. I mean, at this point, I would love that because it would be a, a, you know, through line throughout since season one. But let me say this, and we were talking about this earlier. I'm, I'm working on, on uh, something, a project with Christina. 
CB Kynan. CB Kynan. Um, and she's CBK on Insta? She's CB Kynan on Insta and Twitter. Oh, okay. On all platforms. Follow her on Snapchat. She never snaps. She'll just be a voyeur and watch your Snapchats. Um, <laughs> but I, we were talking about this because she hadn't heard the story about... Basically, what I'm rambling about is Andrew. Yes. Uh, R.I.P. the character Andrew. In real life, IRL. he was arrested for pulling yes. a gun and then subsequently a knife or vice versa, a knife and then a gun on his neighbor. Um, it was knife then gun. Knife and gun, right. So I think, and I think you know, a lot of the fandom thinks, it, it seems like uh, some of the writers and Marlene were doing like hint, hint that Andrew will be back in this season and he'll have a bigger part of the story. Of course, we haven't seen him. I, we can only assume because in real life... He's, he's had legal troubles. Yeah. So do you think that Andrew was supposed to be this mysterious, like, was Andrew supposed to be Endgame all along? And now they're trying to, like, backtrack, scramble. What other character can we plug in that will be a, a happy for the fans? Mm. Noel Khan, Lucas. I mean, right? Because I think they were trying to be, like, they're integrating Andrew. Because when's the last time we saw Noel Khan? He came out of nowhere. I think it was because... Oops, Andrew got arrested IRL. Who can we plug in? No con. I think we can all agree. Better. I love no Because no one gives a shit about Andrew, but I'm just saying I wonder. Food for thought. I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one that has that thought. Well, who would you guys rather? Would you rather Andrew or Noel Khan? In, in any sense of the would you rather. Like, <laughs> I feel like... Being A, being Endgame, sleeping with them. Like... Andrew really changed himself, but Noel Khan just, I think we've said this before, he seems like that asshole that would never call you back, but be, like, amazing. Yeah, but then that's, like, what makes you... Yeah, that's what makes you want more. Like, I feel like Andrew might be good, but then he's gonna, like, stay and cuddle, and then he'll, like, overstay the welcome. Yeah, he'll, like, stay a little longer Like, he'll be the guy that'll be like, oh, did you want me to hang your curtains? Oh, I'm also gonna, like, go to the grocery store with you. Oh, did I mention that I like this brand of yogurt? And you're gonna be like, wait, no. That's Get not my here, brand Andrew. of yogurt. Go pull a knife in your neighbor. I didn't I ask for this. I want your yo play. Kind of attention. <laughs> I went no. Who texts me back intermittently. Yeah. Um, also, Noel had some sick burns, too. Yes, he did. I forget now what it was, because all I wrote in my notes was Noel with the burns. But I didn't write specifically <laughs> what burns he had, and now I don't remember. Oh, um, he said, I always knew you would never make it out of Rosewood. Emily. Oh, sick burn, Noel. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's all I had. Oh, and then Caleb giving Jenna a massage was interesting. Yeah. Um, also a sick burn. She can see if you turn the lights off. <laughs> yeah. Said Hannah. Um, I don't get why he did that. But Well, he did it to distract her so they could get the key to her room. Uh, yeah. It was still just like, couldn't you just get her a massage? You work there. Her mom couldn't works there. Couldn't you just there. take the key? They She's could not going like, to see. They could just like a massage. Like, yeah. why does he have to touch her? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense. If nothing else, it just made me want to get a massage by Caleb. <laughs> like Fake I'd, Kickstarter? Yeah. <laughs> That's my Kickstarter. <laughs> oh, 
man. I mean, that's about all I had. This Hot is a great episode. by Taylor <laughs> Kickstarter.com slash fake Kickstarter slash Hot Stone Massage with Taylor Blackburn. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, I'm very excited for the last few episodes of the season. I don't remember if we talked about this last week or since we found out, but we're no longer going to be. We thought we were going to be in Hawaii at Audrey from the podcast wedding during the finale, but the finale will be actually the following week. So we'll, we will we'll still, still be podcasting, be podcasting that week from Hawaii, live from Hawaii. I've already called the hotel to confirm that they have preform when they do. Um, but it's like what time zone would we be in? I know, that's the whole thing. thing. Are we going to miss the luau that night? I, I don't Those even are all know. things we have to like, because, see like, when we get it's there. Because it's six hours difference. Yeah. I don't even know what that means, Chelsea. I don't Chelsea. know what it means. I don't know how to... T- I barely know how to tell time on a day-to-day. I certainly don't when I've just emerged from a coma and I've drank an entire bottle of wine by myself. You know What? What? You didn't do it by yourself. That's true. But I'm just saying and in also, general. We could always just have somebody. Um, I've <laughs> When I've had to live tweet before, we've called people on their, like, iPads. And we've, like, watched. Like, we've FaceTimed the TV. Oh, my God. So funny. So you can just, like, watch TV. So we have a workaround. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure Worst it out. Worst case scenario. We'll figure it out. Okay, great. Um, so, yeah. This episode is magical. You guys are I mean, magical. Not only was this episode magical, but then this Hugh. episode of Cabernet A, because Hugh is magical. Um, if you stuck with us to the end, give us an old hashtag. I made it, I to, made the it end. to the end. Like for old time's sake. And well, I guess that's it. Yeah. Don't stop being you. Don't stop believing. Don't stop loving PLL. Live your best life. Uh, go blow up someone's house. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. We are not liable if you do that. Yeah, Chelsea. Just, just, well, don't say that we told you to, but I mean, live, <laughs> live your life. If you're right. going to do it anyways. You know what, guys? Hide the matches and go to sleep. <laughs> we'll see Let's, you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>